Praise God. Man. I'm glad we got musicians that are filled with the Holy Ghost. We got a guitar player filled with the Holy Ghost. It's great to see brother and sister Davies. In fact, all the Davies family, all the way from, all the way from California here today. And uh, this is, this is the son, one of the sons of brother and sister Davies, and um, it's great to see them in Jesus' name. Today also is the anniversary of Cornerstone South. Brother and sister Aramayo, pastor. God is doing great things. God is doing wonderful things. I'm excited to be a part of the kingdom of God. Amen. Uh, my wife and I were not able to be here last week, but I want to tell you something must have happened that was explosive in this house last week. Because my phone blew up. My phone blew up with great reports of people repenting, being baptized, some getting the Holy Ghost, the preached, anointed Word of God, and we're just thankful for all things. Brother Cox, you've been doing a tremendous job. We want you to continue to follow the Holy Ghost. We are 1,000% behind you. Let's put our hands together one more time under the Lord for the man of God. Give the Lord a praise with your voice. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. There's no God like Jesus. The only God and Savior. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Anybody glad you know who Jesus is? Anyone that has the Holy Ghost still excited about it. Hadn't got old to me yet. If you're in this place and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you don't know what you're missing. It'll help give you the power to finally overcome the hell you've been struggling with. I want everyone to understand today, you can't fight sin without Jesus. You can't handle life without God. That's why you're in, in the mess that you're in. But you get full of the Holy Ghost and start living right. God will help you overcome what you've never been able to overcome. Hey, I'm already preaching right now. The Bible says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And God's calling everybody in this building today to repent of their sins, be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, to have your sins remitted, and to receive the promise of the Holy Ghost. Don't leave without it. Praise God. So let's just make a declaration today. Today is Deliverance Sunday. Today 
Deliverance Sunday. I already feel the Holy Ghost in this place, ready to put some obstacles out of the way and break through some barriers. Praise God. The book of Exodus, the 15th chapter, and then we will go back to the 14th chapter, but we will read in Exodus 15 and verse number 20. You've got it, say amen. You're still looking, say hold on. Look at the screen, praise God. Exodus 15 and verse number 20. And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. Don't ever think for a minute that it's not appropriate to praise God by dancing. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown in to the sea. Let's go to Exodus 14 and find out why she was singing and dancing. Israel was standing at the banks of the Red Sea. Their former captors were chasing them down. And in Exodus 14 and verse number 13, Moses said to the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more until six months goes by. He said, You shall see them again no more forever. God brought the waters up, cleared them a path. They go through on dry ground. Egypt follows behind them. And in verse number 26, the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. There remained not so much as one of them. Verse 30 says, Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the shore. There remained not so much as one of them. And I want to preach this morning, not one remains. Not one remains. Would you lay your Bibles down and pray with me one more time that God's perfect will would be done. Come on, he's already in this building. Let's not whisper, let's not go lower than where we've been. Let's lift our voice and let's take a full minute to pray that the Holy Ghost would have his way in this service. Come on, let's really pray in this building right now. Come on, lift your voice with a passion today.
is Deliverance Sunday. Hallelujah! God, let the glory cloud fill this house. Let there be an old-time anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage, that breaks down every pride, that destroys every sin. Come on, I'm already starting to feel something rise in somebody's heart. Somebody just had a little glimmer of hope. Hey, today's Deliverance Sunday for me. Today is your day. Today is my day. Oh, somebody ought to leap for joy just to let the devil know. I believe the word today. That's all right. Somebody get the Holy Ghost right now. Speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. The only living God. Praise God, you may be seated. Not one remains. Today is Deliverance Sunday. Today is not feel better for a little while and go back to bondage Sunday. Today is Deliverance Sunday. God is ready to liberate. God wants to lift some stuff off of people that are willing to leave some things behind. You ought to get it in your spirit right now at the very beginning of this message. That today is going to be a once and for all day for me. I'm going to go to the altar. I'm going to pray through over this. And I'm going to walk out of here and say I'm not going to deal with that no more forever. I'm going to get the deliverance of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get victory over my past. I'm going to get victory over my sin. And I'm not going to pick it back up. I'm not going to go back to how I was living. Today is a once and for all day. I want to tell you as a preacher that has repented of his sins, I've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and I spoke in tongues just like everybody in the New Testament did. I can truly stand here today and declare that there's nothing like being free. Anybody got the Holy Ghost today that can truly declare there's nothing quite like knowing I'm free. There's nothing like being delivered from my sin. I'm thankful today to be a part of a victorious church where there's a lot of ex-drug addicts, ex-liars, ex-alcoholics, ex-homosexuals, ex-adulterers that said I was bound, but there's nothing like being free. And wouldn't it be great if everybody in this city had the opportunity to know there's freedom in Jesus There's deliverance from your sin. Nobody's got to leave the building today still bound by your sin. The Holy Ghost is in the house. There's nothing like knowing I've been forgiven. There's nothing like knowing I've been washed by the blood. Oh, if you've been washed in the Holy Ghost, you ought to worship God right now. You ought to lift your voice and praise God right now. If you want God to deliver you from some stuff today, you ought to lift your voice and begin to worship the King right now. Come on, that's it. Come to church with me, Cornerstone. Uh, 
There's nothing like knowing that not one of my past sins has a hold on me. There's nothing like knowing that there's nothing in my past that is still on my record. There's nothing like knowing that there's not one addiction, there's not one sin, there's not one failure that still has a hold over me. When God did it, he did a complete work. I've been washed in the blood. I am no longer held under the bondage of who I used to be before Jesus got a hold of me. I'm here to tell you today, there's no sin that's more enjoyable than the feeling of knowing I'm saved. There's no addiction that's greater than knowing I've got the Holy Ghost. There's no rock concert that's better than a worship service. There's nothing in the world. There's not a sinful pleasure, pleasurable enough to let go of the Holy Ghost. I thank God I'm saved. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you there's nothing like being saved there's nothing like knowing everything I've been bound by has been delivered Everything that has held me captive is gone. I refuse to subscribe to the mentality that I've got to live for God and still deal with partial sins and issues of my past that somehow God wasn't able to deliver me from. That's a lie from hell. I believe he that the Son hath set free is not just better for a little while, but is free indeed. I believe God delivers from everything. I do not believe it's the will of God that you go from a carton a day to one cigarette a day. I believe it's the will of God that you go from however many to zero. He takes you from some addiction to no addiction. He takes... See, some people are going to struggle believing what I'm about to preach today uh, because you've still got some stuff left from your past uh, that you haven't been able to lay down yet. Uh, but I've come to preach to you today. He's a God that does complete work. Uh, he's a God that has power over every sin in your life. Uh, I defy the depression that's still hanging around. Uh, I defy the immorality that's still lingering in your thoughts. Uh, he that the Son has set free is free indeed. Uh, I want to put it into a Miriam today uh, that you can go ahead and get your tambourine. You can go ahead and begin worshiping God because the addictions you see today, you're not going to ever see them again. Because when God does it, when God does it, not when man does it, when God does it, not when AA does it, when God does it, he doesn't leave remnants. He doesn't leave bits and pieces. He's a complete deliverer. Some delivered people ought to have lost your mind already in this service today. Hallelujah. I was going to fight some stuff here because people have made excuses for leftover stuff that God already delivered them from. We are living in a world where the devil tells us that you're human, so everybody's got to sin a little bit. He's a liar. He's a liar. I'm just dumb enough to believe God has more power than the devil does over my body. I refuse to believe that the devil's got more power than the blood does. My faith is not in a fallen angel. My faith is in the God that created everything. I refuse to believe that my addictions have more power over me than Calvary does. I refuse to believe that my past has more power over me than the blood does. The blood has more power than any sin you could ever commit. Aren't you thankful for the blood of Jesus today? 
Somebody clap your hands and shout unto God this morning. Come on, Cornerstone. I want you to lift your voice. I'm fixing a move, but I'm getting you to understand. God's a God that does complete deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel had been in bitter bondage. This was all they had ever known. Every day they woke up, they were slaves. There was a whip to the back. There was the grind of the mud pits. All they had ever known was bondage and harshness and misery. All they had ever known was the driving pain of the whip. All they had on their body was scars of old beatings, cracked hands from a lifetime of hard labor. This is what sin is. It's bondage. It's misery. It's darkness. It is not light. It is not joy. Sin is destructive. Sin is hard. I defies that voice today that says living for God is hard. No, no, brother. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. But the way of the transgressor is hard. Sin is hard. But this is joy unspeakable and full of glory. That was all they had ever known was the bondage of Egypt. And there's some people in this building. All you've ever known is bondage. All you've ever known is sin. All you've ever known is the heaviness of depression. All you've ever known is the addiction that you're dealing with. But you hear this preacher, just because that's all you've ever known doesn't mean that that's all there is. Just because it's the only way of living you're used to doesn't mean that's the only life there is. You don't have to live the rest of your life in that condition. There is another life, Israel. There is another place just because all you've known is a broken home doesn't mean your home has to be broken. Just because all you've known is abuse doesn't mean you've got to be abusive. Just because that's all you've ever known doesn't mean that's all there is. God's letting somebody know it's deliverance day. It's coming to a new land day. It's salvation day. Just because all you've ever known is poverty doesn't mean you've got to live like a bum. God can raise you up. Come on, are you hearing me right now? Just because all you've ever known is hurt does not mean that's all there is. There is another way. Oh, let's worship him right now. Come on, Cornerstone. Let's lift our voice. And finally, after years of bondage, finally, after years of the struggle, finally, after all they'd ever known, God sent a preacher to say, I've come to deliver you. I'm going to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And he began to preach to Israel, and he began to preach to Pharaoh. There's hope. God's going to bring you out. And after a series of events, they're finally breaking free. They're finally getting free of their captors. They're finally walking out of a life that all they'd ever known was misery. And as soon as they start looking like there's going to be a little hope. Egypt, Pharaoh starts coming down even harder. And the moment they tried to finally get deliverance, it seems like they're fighting more stuff. It's getting harder. The, the, the devil is fighting them greater. It's harder to live. And they're thinking, man, Moses, before you came, before we tried to live for God, before I tried to get deliverance, it didn't seem this hard. And I've heard too many people say, when they come to church. Man, uh, now that I've started trying to go to church, uh, it seems like I'm fighting more stuff than I've ever fought. Uh, it seems like things are getting more difficult. You better believe it is. Uh, that's the normal reaction by the enemy uh, because he's not interested uh, in letting you go uh, and you getting deliverance. Uh, so the moment you try to go and live for God, uh, hell's going to fight you. Uh, hell's going to turn people on you. Why? Uh, he's not interested in letting you go. Uh, but you've got to realize uh, the battle's always been going on. 
alone. But for the first time in your life, you finally stood up and said, I'm going to fight back. No more being led around by sin. Hey, I know it got harder when you tried to go to church because hell don't fight people that he's not afraid of. But brother, for the first time in your life, you said, I'm going to live right. I'm not going to be bound by this. I'm going to have deliverance. You keep fighting, child of God. You keep being faithful to church. There's going to be a breaking day. There's going to be a deliverance day. Come on, I feel something breaking right now. Well, pastor, I started being faithful to church, and this temptation attacked me, and this is fighting me. Welcome to the war, son, but let me give you some encouragement. You keep fighting, and you're going to win the war. Devil don't want to lose you. Your drinking buddies don't want to lose you, but when the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you, somebody fill after the Holy Ghost right now. I need somebody to create an atmosphere of prayer for just a moment right now. No, no, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on, we're going to have to connect right here in the Holy Ghost. Lift your voice. Come on. There's some people here, since you've started living for God, you're saying it feels like all hell's broke loose. Uh, The devil's fighting me. My family's fighting me. People are fighting me. Uh, Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, You're finally getting things put back together. You're finally coming out of bondage. Uh, You're finally coming out of sin. Uh, And Pharaoh's not going to let you go without a fight. Uh, But let me tell you about this battle. We win the spiritual battles. Uh, You just keep praying. Uh, You keep being faithful to the house of God. uh, Because there's going to be a day uh, when that devil's going to have to shut his mouth because once you cross the blood, once you get through the water, once you get what? Come on, I'm preaching to people right now. Your family, your family did not care about you until you got the Holy Ghost. You were broke, you were in bondage. Some of you were messed up. You were dealing with spirits of hell. And now that you've got the Holy Ghost, everybody's worried about you. Well, I think you're getting into a cult. I'm real worried. Uh, You've stopped drinking. You've stopped sleeping around. Uh, You've stopped partying. Uh, You're not doing this. You don't dress like you used to dress. I'm real concerned. Uh, Really? Why weren't you real concerned uh, when I was contemplating suicide? Why weren't you worried about me when I had an addiction to alcohol and I had an addiction to drugs and my life was falling apart? And now that I've got the blood, now that my life is put back together, you're not, don't concern about me now. I finally got what I've been looking for. Let me tell you what you do. You say, hey, what God did for me, he can do it for you. If Come on, I feel something breaking in this building right now. Hey, you weren't concerned about me when I was on the alcohol bottle. You weren't concerned about me when I was dealing with immorality. But now that I've got the Holy Ghost, all of a sudden you're worried. Don't cry for me. I've been delivered. Oh, go ahead. If you've been delivered, you ought to worship him right now. Come on, you ought to praise him right now. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm helping somebody right now. All of a sudden, everybody's concerned. All of a sudden, your drunk uncle's worried about you. Hey, don't be worried about me. I've never felt better ever since I've talked in tongues. Ever since I got baptized in the name of Jesus, things are starting to come together. Oh, yeah. They'll put down their beer bottle and give you spiritual advice. They'll finish cussing out their wife and turn around and tell you how much they love Jesus. 
I'm trying to help somebody right now. When I need advice spiritually, I don't go to the bar room and ask the drunk man what to do. I go to the house of God and ask somebody that the Holy Ghost has changed them. What did God do for you? Because I want it done for me. I don't want to ask somebody that's bound by the same sin I'm bound by. I'm looking for somebody that's got out of Egypt. I want to see somebody that got deliverance from drugs. I want to find somebody that's not dealing with pornography anymore and say, what did you do? Because that's what I want to do. I'm thankful for a God that's when he sets you free, he does it all the way. So they turn their back on Egypt and they start walking away. This is what repentance is. You hear me? It's turning your back on sin and walking away from it and walking to where God is. It's not still living in sin, and it's not still partaking in sin and attending church. No, no, no. It's walking away from sin. Before the Israel, the promised children, could ever get the promised land, they had to quit living in Egypt. They had to leave Egypt behind them, and they had to walk away from it, or they never got the promise of God. That's so hard for me to get people to understand sometimes. You need to realize, God's not going to live with you in Egypt. He's going to bring you out of Egypt. Uh, I wouldn't want to serve a God uh, that wasn't powerful enough uh, to deliver me from the addictions and the sin uh, and the bondage that I was bound by. Uh, But when you get sick enough of sin, uh, nobody's got to beg you to repent. Uh, When sin gets bad enough, uh, when you get tired of crying yourself to sleep, uh, when you get tired uh, of the frustration and the bondage, uh, there's going to be something in you that says, uh, I'm ready to get out of this place. Uh, Whatever I've got to let go of, uh, whatever I've got to walk away from, uh, I'm leaving beer behind I'm leaving Hollywood behind. I'm leaving pornography behind. I'm leaving lust behind. I'm leaving cigarettes behind. I'm leaving cussing behind. I'm leaving homosexuality behind. I'm leaving adult. Are we in an apostolic church? I'm trying to preach to somebody. Repentance is saying I'm done and I'm walking away. No more living that way. No more going there. They're walking away, but every time they looked back over their shoulder, their past was still there chasing them down. And they'd go a little further, and they'd look back, and it was still there. They could see the dust cloud as Pharaoh was driving the horse and saying, man, no matter how far I go, no matter how many services I attend, no matter how many sinners' prayers I repeat, no matter how many beads I'm rubbing, I'm not able to get free of what's chasing me. No matter how many times I sit on the pew, every time they looked back over their shoulder, there was a dust cloud as the old bondage slave master was chasing them down. And because you've got to understand that it's not just enough to turn your back on sin, you've got to kill it. You've got to keep it from coming back and getting a hold of you again. You've got to kill the process because people never stay in the altar long enough to kill the process because they never repent long enough to kill the process. They too often end right back up in the same bondage that they came out of. You've got to hear me right now. It's not enough to just sit on the pew, cry a little bit. You've got to stay till something breaks. You've got to stay till the desire dies. You've got to stay till the sin falls off your shoulders. 
Am I still at Cornerstone Pentecostal Church this morning? You've got to stay till the process is dead. Let me preach to the first-time visitor today. If you're going to live for God with joy and victory, you can't let sin live. You can't ignore it. You can't tolerate it. You can't make excuses for it. You've got to kill it. You've got to take the head off of it. You've got to stay until it's dead. That's why they weren't truly free until they made it to the water. And the enemy knew, I've got to get them before they cross the water. Because there's a line that hell can't cross. I wonder if there's anybody here that's been completely delivered in just a moment that's going to get on board with this evangelist and let everybody in here that don't have the Holy Ghost know that it works just like I'm about to preach it, okay? They look back. They come through the Red Sea. They look back over their shoulder, and all of a sudden the water begins to come down. And what had tormented them for years, and what had destroyed them for years, and what had killed their sons and their daughters, and what had wrecked marriages and homes for years in their family, they looked back over their shoulder, standing on the dry side, looking back at the water they just came through. And for the first time in their life, they realized, hey, he's not chasing me down anymore. Hey, it's finally happened. For the first time in my life, they looked back. And they said, hey, my past ain't there. Hey, my former captors ain't there. Because the Bible said, not one remained. There wasn't one Egyptian that somehow struggled through the water and said, no, I'm going to go with you all the way to the promised land. No, 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 no. When they looked back, they realized God really does deliver. God really does set free. God really... My God, if you've been delivered, you ought to lift your voice right now. God really does bring complete deliverance. It's not the will of God that you spend the rest of your life being chased down by sins that once held you captive. Once you cross the blood, brother, let them die. Let them die. Let them. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this building right now. For the first time in their life, they didn't look back over their shoulder and say, wow, I got almost all the Egyptians right there, but there's still one or two left. Well, God delivered me from this, this, and this, but I still got one or two addictions that followed me through the Red Sea. Are you hearing this evangelist right now? They didn't look back. See, Moses thought he could kill them one by one. He killed the Egyptians supposing that God was going to work it that way. And God had to let Moses know, no, I don't kill them one by one. I don't baptize you for the remission of sin, singular. I do it for the remission of sins. When I do it, I do it all at once. I do a complete work in the moment. When you look back, I don't just kill one at a time. I take everything in your life and I bury it at the same time. That way when you leave... You don't have to say, well, I still got a little addiction. I still got a little issue. No, no, no. I've been delivered. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. God wants to destroy some old captors. And I don't read where Miriam or one of them ran to the water and said, wait. There's one Egyptian I liked. Let me resuscitate this one and bring this one to the promised land with me. Wait, wait, wait. I kind of like my pornography. God, I want you to take care of all the other ones, but I'm going to bring one slave master. 
I, I, I want to come worship, but I'm not stopping the cigarettes. There's still parts of bondage I like. You know why some people are still on this side of the blood living with old addictions? Because you went down there and started dragging their dead bodies and breathed life back into them. I'm not ready to let this one die yet. Hey, God, thank you for an almost deliverance, but can I keep these two to torment me till I die? I don't believe it's the will of God that when you get the Holy Ghost that you're still going to be addicted to cigarettes for six months after. Oh, but Brother Cox, I've seen it happen. I have too, but that don't mean it's the will of God. When God does it, he says, nobody left over. I take every addiction, but let me tell you what you do. You leave it at the dead altar. You leave it at the shore. You leave it on the sea bank and say, I'm done. I'm not buying it anymore. I'm not picking it up anymore. I'm not doing it anymore because not one remains. Not one remains. There's deliverance here. I think we ought to lift our voices right here. Come on, I'm preaching to people. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. You've spoken tongues. But you've got some Egyptians you're still dragging around with you. You're dragging around some dead corpses. But God finally had to look at them years later. And he said, put away the gods which your fathers had on the other side of the flood. And I'm thinking, my God, why are we still dealing with stuff that was before we went through the water? Because when God does it, he doesn't do things halfway. He does it completely. He does it all the way. Not one addiction left over. Not one ounce of depression left. Not one bit of immorality left. He's a God of complete victory. No wonder Miriam said, give me a tambourine. Let me begin to praise God. Why? Because for the first time in my life, I was able to wake up in the morning, and I didn't have the cloud of darkness. I didn't have the bondage of addiction. Come on, somebody ought to rejoice right now. Just walking away from Egypt isn't enough. Sin will chase you down. You've got to kill it. You've got to kill it. You've got to kill it. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's praise God in this house right now. Come on. Come on, you ought to lift your voice in this place right now. Somebody that's been washed by the blood, but you're still battling some stuff. I'll throw your hands in the air and say, not today. Not today, devil. I'm going to say not one remains. Not one remains. Go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody fill after the Holy Ghost. Come on, for just a moment, every eye closed. Lift your voice. I still believe where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Come on, I believe God can break every chain in this house. I believe God can bring deliverance to a heart in one moment in an altar. Come on. It's time to start living like you're free. It's time to start believing they're dead. It's time to start living. Not one remains. When I got baptized in the name of Jesus, it wasn't my initiation into the Pentecostal doctrine. It was the removal 
of my sins. When I came out of the water, no sin followed me. That's a big deal, brother. That's a big deal because I could not escape my sins by myself. They were always chasing me down. Every time I looked over my shoulder, they were right there. But there was a day when I stood up and raised my hands while standing in the water. And for the first time in my life, I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And I remember saying, man, I feel so light. It was like there was a heaviness that I didn't even realize was there. It was just, it was gone. And there was a joy that replaced it. Are there times I've struggled? Yes. But I've never gone back and resuscitated what died on the shore banks. I've never, did I have to face some giants in the promised land? Yes. But I never went back to the same bondage that God brought me out of. As I walked this journey, have I had to battle devils? Yes. But never one time did I go back to that water and say, wait, let me fish around in here. There are some things I want. No, 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 brother. Not one remained. And I want to preach to some people that are still living under condemnation that God already destroyed. You hear this preacher, it's dead. Let it stay dead. Quit letting hell beat you up over what God God's already washed away. Quit letting the devil drag stuff up that God already destroyed. You look back at hell and say, listen here, devil, it's dead. It's not still alive. It's not held against. When God looks at you, God don't see your past bondage. He just sees you with that tambourine, Miriam. I've been washed. I'm alive. I've got joy. I've My God, God's going to lift some stuff today. God's going to lift some stuff today. God's going to touch some hearts in this house. Go ahead. Somebody do what you feel in the Holy Ghost. Every eye closed. Every voice lifted. God's about to break some stuff. Come on. Let it go. Let it go. Quit dragging that dead corpse around. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Come on, somebody join up with the person next to you and begin to pray with everything you've got. You don't know what's chasing them down. You don't know what hell's been doing in their life. You hear me, I I rebuke the voice of condemnation. If you've been through the water, not one remains. Not one bit of your past remains. Come on, Cornerstone, lift your voice. Come on, I I need some people to come to church right now. Cornerstone, I need you to lift your voice, and I need you to begin to pray right now. There are people in this house struggling to believe God because of stuff in their life that they feel like they can't be free of. I've come to preach today that God can deal with it all in a moment. He said, look back, Egypt. This is my model of deliverance. Israel, I want you to turn around, and I want you to look back at the water. This is how I operate. I do it all in one moment. I kill depression. I kill addiction. I kill your past failures. I kill shame. I kill bondage. I kill regret, and I do it all in a moment. Now get up from here and don't pull it along with you. Don't drag it around behind you. Let go of it and let God deal with it. Come on, we ought to stand to our feet all over this building and worship God.
Come on, there's nothing like being free. Come on. No spirit of fear, no heaviness. I'm on my way to heaven. I, I, I let go of those addictions. It's time to quit living under the weight of failures that God's already washed away. It's time to celebrate. If you're in this building today and you're bound by sin, I want you to hear this preacher. If you get in this altar and you begin to repent and you begin to empty your heart to God, you can be baptized in Jesus' name today and you can walk out of this house saying not one remains. Every bit of it's dead. My past is dead. My struggles are dead. Hey, this altar's open. You can look at me or you can come pray through, but some of you need to grab those dead Egyptians uh, that you've been dragging around uh, and you've been making excuses for that are starting to stink. Uh, and you need to bring it to this altar and say, God, I never should have brought this through with me. Uh, I never should have let this live in my life. Uh, some of you have got depression. Uh, some of you are battling pain. Uh, some of you have got scars on your life. Uh, there's people here. Uh, there's stuff going on in your world. Uh, and the devil's telling you, you didn't get deliverance. Uh, you haven't got the Holy Ghost. He's a liar. Uh, I'm here to tell you, it's dead. Uh, God's not mad at you. Uh, God God's not holding it against you. God's saying, I took care of it. Look back on the seashore, Israel. I want you to look back over your shoulder. There's not one left. Let depression die. Let cigarettes die. Let addictions die. Let lust die. Let anger die. Let depression die. Let heaviness die. Die. Let it die. Don't go back and pick it up. Don't go back and buy it again. I want you to believe the blood. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, I want you to have faith in the Red Sea. When I look back over my shoulder, there's no longer my past chasing me down. I'm not being chased by my failure and my sin. Not one remains. Not one is left alive. I'm free from sin, free from failure, free from past addictions, free from depression. Freedom is here. There's nothing like being free and knowing there's nothing still holding me back. There's not one bondage that still has a hold on me. God's got it under control. Somebody ought to run to this altar and pray till you pray through. Don't come up here and repeat a sinner's prayer. Don't come up here and just bow your head and look spiritual. You come up here and get spiritual. Don't try to pretend like you've got it all right when you've still got some former captors alive in your life. You drag those captors to this altar and say, God, I'm staying here till this dies. I'm staying here till I get deliverance over this. I'm staying in this altar until you lift this spirit of heaviness. And I'm leaving it here. Come on, pray. Come on, somebody turn your back on sin. Somebody let God do it all. Somebody let God bring a complete cleansing. Go. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, saint of God. Come on, guest. Come on. Quit trying to fight by yourself. Every time you look over your shoulder, you see those former captors chasing you down. You need to bring it to this altar today and let God say, not one more lives. Not one more day. You're not walking out of here with remnants of your past still choking the life out of you. You're not walking out of here with just a handful of sins that you still got to struggle with. God said, when I do it, I do it all in a moment. My God, there's something breaking right now. There's something breaking right now. Come on, there's something breaking right now. Come on, 
God, break the spirit of rebellion. God, break the spirit of denial. Break the spirit that says, I'm fine like I am, even though I've still got some of my captors in my life. Even though there's still some sins I'm making excuses for. Break that spirit of denial that says, God, I'm tired of looking over my shoulder. And there's still being one or two left. Come on. God's saying, I want you to walk out of here being able to finally look back and say, they're all dead. They're all dead. No more fighting that Egyptian anymore. No more struggling with that devil anymore. It's dead. I'm not under the weight of it. My past is dead. Those struggles are dead. Come on. You pray till you pray through to the Holy Ghost. You pray till you've turned your back on sin. And don't try to drag any of it with you. Leave it in this altar and pray till you're speaking with tongues. Don't pray till you feel better. Pray till you pray through over it. Come on, that's it. Pray. Come on, pray. I need some church members to lift your voice and join the battle right now. Come on. We're taking the fight to some captors that some of us have dragged through the waters to this side. Come on, somebody that's never been baptized and been through the water. You ought to get in the altar and repent and say, I'm going to bring it through and I'm going to leave it behind me. Come on. I'm not going to beat myself up over stuff that God's already taken care of. Come on, everybody that's in this altar, you ought to have your voice lifted. Forget about who's around you. Lift your voice and begin to pray till you feel the Holy Ghost moving. Begin to pray till you begin to feel some stuff lifted. Begin to pray till you feel your attitude changing and your heart changing. Begin to pray till the pride falls. Begin to pray till you break the spirit of denial. Come on, let God take that out of your grasp. Come on, release it. Release it. Come on, leave that dead Egyptian in the water. My God, pray, pray. Where's my prayer warriors that know how to lift your voice like a trumpet? Come on, we can't have an off service. We need people that know how to touch God with a mighty way right now. Come on, God's talking to somebody saying, hey, you really can have depression gone. Hey, you really can have deliverance from those stress pills. Hey, you really can come out of a broken home and be changed. Hey, you really can get deliverance from lust. Hey, you really can have peace of mind. Come on. The devil's falsely told some people in this building, well, you're saved, but you're still going to have to struggle with some form of bondage. Devil, you are a liar. Not one remains. Come on. Come on. Let God break it today. Let God liberate you today. Come on. There it is. God's lifting some heaviness right now. Let it go. Come on. Somebody tell God, I'm letting it go. Come on. Freedom from your past. Some of you are struggling right now with doubts and struggling with secret sins. God's saying today is complete deliverance day. Let it go. Leave those Egyptians dead on the seashore. Let it go. Leave your past behind. Let it go. Come on, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you need to be in this altar right now. Come on, somebody turn your back on this world. I'm walking away, and I'm not taking any of my past with me. 
Come on, today is the day that I'm going to save once and for all. I got the victory over it, and it never chased me down again. That's it. Somebody's in the Holy Ghost. Let it flow. Come on, pray to you. Pray through. Come on, if you haven't received the Holy Ghost, you need to get out of your pew and get in this altar right now. Come on, if you've got hell fighting your mind, you need to be in this altar right now. It's deliverance day. It's Holy Ghost day. It's forgiveness day. Come on, Miriam. If you believe God's broken some stuff today, you ought to begin to worship right now. Come on. Come on. You ought to begin to move your feet and let the devil know not one left. You don't have any hold over me. Go ahead. Go ahead. You ought to believe it today. I'm walking out of here and there's not going to be nothing chasing me down. Come on. Today is the day that once and for all, he's dead. It's dead. Go ahead, Miriam. Rejoice because I've looked over my shoulder and not one bit of my former bondage is alive. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You need to go ahead and rejoice anyways. It's a principle. You don't got to feel anything. It is the truth. It is the truth of the Word of God. It is the truth of the Bible. It is the truth of the Word of God. Devil, you might have had last night. You might have had last week. You might have had yesterday. But in the Word of God, you don't have right now. And you can't have today. Somebody shout. Somebody rejoice. Somebody praise Him. Take that devil, not one remains. No part of who I used to be is living. Not one little addiction. Not one little struggle. Hey, Miriam, it's rejoicing time. I've been delivered in a moment. I've been delivered in a moment. No more unfaithfulness. No more rebellion. No more bitterness. I've been delivered. Not one remains. My God, somebody worship like you believe it. Come on, it's here. If you need healing, you ought to stretch your hands toward heaven right now. If you've got a backslidden child, you ought to stretch your hands toward heaven right now. Come on, there's an atmosphere of deliverance in this building. Come on, come on, lift your voice with those hands. Come on, in this moment of victory, God, not only did you deliver me, but God delivered my family. Come on, if God could destroy them all in my life, God can move into my family right now. Come on, Miriam, while you're rejoicing, God can begin to do a work back home. Come on, how long has it been since you've talked in tongues? When's the last time you praised him in the dance? Come on, let God wash you. Let God break it today. <laughs> 